Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Get the Table, another wrestling roundtable discussion podcast with myself, Adam Wilborn, and one of the Dadley boys, and Adam Cleary from What Culture, here to discuss another burning wrestling book. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT 2.0, oh. AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, we have interviews, all roundtable discussions like this one, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Cleary and Hamlet to discuss the brilliant new book, 606 Wrestling Matches to See Before You Die, which is available right now at whatculture.bigcartel.com. One of the writers of the book joins me. The editor of the book also joins me. Uh, Cleary, tell me about how this reprint came out. It used to be 505, now 606. Uh, well, Troy, uh, we did 505 in 2017, yeah. I want to say, and time, yeah. that was, I don't know if anyone's been paying attention, in both wrestling and world news, a long-ass time ago. <laughs> um, so we just, we've been thinking about doing it for a while, but obviously there's been, again, some shenanigans in the world the last couple of years, so it's not really not really been right, but we were getting, obviously, Sidgwick's book published, and we were talking to the printers, and we just thought, how long would it take us to update this? And longer than we thought it turned out but yeah we just thought we would update it because loads has happened and there's loads more we wanted to talk about also it's just nice to sell physical books again yeah. and you you added obviously an, an extra 101 matches yeah. and replaced some matches yeah we added honest. more it's obviously 606 to 505 you can do the the math on that one 101 <laughs> we added about I want to say about 120 because in those four years there have been some what's the gentlest way I can put this People who we don't particularly want to have in a book yeah. like this. People who you can quite happily go your entire life without watching wrestle now, in our opinion. And we've sort of removed them, replaced their matches, and we just updated it with simultaneously what's happened over the last four years. And we also went back to the original 505 book, went through it and thought, what did we miss the first mm. time? Like, what did people... Because we got a lot of feedback on the book. People were like, oh, I can't believe this is near. I can't believe that is near. And, like, we went back and we worked out, okay, what mistakes, not mistakes, but, you know, what did we leave out the yeah. first time that we'd love to put in there? So, yeah, it's, it's, it's updated with the last four years, obviously, including all everything from AEW mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and just stuff that should have been in the first time around. Hamlet is one of the writers. There's people like yourself, Sidge, Murray, Jamie Kennedy, Andrew Pollard, along with a whole list of other people who've contributed to this. 
Tell me about your involvement in it, and did you campaign for certain matches to be included that maybe had been missed out before? I couldn't show them up. I think we all had our favourites, uh, whether that be because they were great or whether because they were just total disasters, because that's what this is. We're always going to yeah. find out this is far from just a digest of five and now six and now seven star classics. It's a little <laughs> bit of everything. And to Cleary's point about the last few years, um, as much as there's been a bit of a wrestling revolution in North America the one-time market leader has become a disaster zone as well. So it'd be, it'd be foolish and errant and irresponsible if we didn't try and cover some of that off as well. Yeah, I think it's really important to stress that, like, this is not the 606 best wrestling matches <laughs> yes. ever. Like, the book is simultaneously that, yes, it is all the greatest wrestling matches of all time, but there is also the exact opposite. Like, the, the weirdest and the wrongest things that ever happened in a wrestling ring. The stuff that's in there that, you know it should be viewed as a cautionary tale as much as a celebration <laughs> of anything. Like, it is the entire gamut of how good, how great, but how bizarre and how weird and bad wrestling can be. At We're going to play a little game in a bit. I'm going to thumb through and, and pick out some matches, and you guys can tell me about your memories of it. But in, in, interestingly, tell me about, like, the, the minute details of bringing all this together in terms of, you know, these guys write, I don't know, I assume 200, 250 words or something on a match. Yeah. Bringing that all together. This cover's brilliant, by the way. You yeah, thanks very much. Angle, yeah. Young Bucks, Ricochet. Yeah, it turns out we have, a, we have an incredible library from all WCPW shows. <laughs> so normally, like, we can't actually use lights and stuff like that, but th those, those images are all taken uh, from shows we put on. So there's, like... Given how many of them have then subsequently gone on to WWE or like gone and done their own thing, the cover is weirdly now a lot more impressive than it was when we first did it. There's a couple of additions to it, but it's pretty much by and large uh, photography we got from WCPW shows. And now, because of the career trajectories of a lot of the people we worked with, obviously we had like guys coming out of WWE, like Angle and all that. You the know. prescient booking of WCPW. Thank is you, what yeah, you're yeah, trying yes, to say. Was, yeah. I, mean, I, I take I think zero credit <laughs> for that, but like. Yeah, like the the start the cover I would say has so much more star value because of how the last four years have gone than it did when we first put it together. Like there was a few people on there who like they're in there because, well, that's who we've got an image of and they're in the book somewhere because they had like one good like Battle of Los Angeles match sometime. But now it's like some of these are like the biggest it's stars who's who's. in wrestling. Adam Cole, Will Ospreay, Keith Lee, Tyler Bates, Cody Drew. The list goes on and on. So, yeah, tell me about like. Ah, sorry, crucially, that that's uh, that's Drew Galloway on the cover. You're ah. thinking of Drew McIntyre in <laughs> WWE. Um, so yeah, tell me about like bringing it all together and and also I, I we gave you a cold sweat earlier because we looked through and, <laughs> and panicked a little bit about like just you just you know it, it's bad enough when we see something go slightly awry on the website that can be changed you know yeah, instantly. Yeah, yeah. What's uh, the sleepless no, nights? We're not. I we're not. We're not going to do an entire podcast about how stressful it is to put a book together. But I will say, <laughs> having like a team of oh, like six people across both like the existing material from 2017 and the updated material from 2021, all sending you individual matches at different <laughs> times of the day and different times of the week, and then having to compile all of that into one book, then organize it by promotion, then organize it chronologically, and then have a contents page which somehow makes sense, even though you're shifting the order of it all around. That makes sure all the typefaces are correct and everything's formatted <laughs> the same way. Makes you've got the same gaps between all the matches. Makes sure there's consistency between how you've got even like the little versus thing. Like that had to be consistent. Oh, those capital V's, man. Like the pressure that I felt. in every single one of those. Oh it's yeah. Like, oh yeah. Look, right. Look, it's just 
you might think it's dead easy to put a book together because you just write it, but you do not just write it. You do <laughs> not just write it, okay? Like, I, look, I'm not saying I'm the real hero of all this. Obviously, <laughs> you guys lent your talent and your knowledge, but I will say that, uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> what was uh, what was some of your best and worst matches that you included in this then? Not to spoil it too much. Oh, man. I, it's, I should point out that it's a privilege to be a part of a book like this. Indeed, any part of this job feels like a privilege until you come across the stuff you really don't want to have to watch again <laughs> for a book like this. Um, it's just the contemporary stuff or the recent editions of the one close to mind because it's clear. It says the original one was five years ago. And watching for the first time, Damien Priest versus The Miz <laughs> from WrestleMania Backlash when they were surrounded by zombies and thinking, well, it's okay, because this is also going to be the last time I watch yeah. this. And then the mention of a 606 book and thinking, well, it's got to go in. It absolutely yeah. has to go in. That's and one of the yeah, perfect example of one of those matches that is a match you have to watch before you die, yeah. but it's not, you know, Omega Okada levels yeah. of... If only the zombies had had a chance to watch it before they died <laughs> yeah. and then appeared on a wrestling pay-per-view. It becomes this odd commercial for an even odder film on in an odd atmosphere, which the Thunderdome now mm. is, as we can record this, hopefully back with crowds forever, never to return to the Thunderdome. It's that one sort of encapsulated as much of the weirdness of the pandemic, of how WWE is willing to become... A sandwich board rather than a wrestling company now <laughs> they'll let and slap anything on one of their major pay-per-views and yeah just um that one stuck out certainly as the worst of the things that you do have to see as a wrestling fan just so that you you know your, your buffet is complete but wrestling is a buffet now mm. and that's what AEW has brought to the table and again from the same year from the same time but a world apart um from an early episode of dynamite in 2021 um cody and red velvet versus Shaq and Jay oh. Cargill. The spiritual sequel to um, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon versus Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle, and I cannot pay that a higher compliment. Yeah. The match that never really should have been. Mm. Cody and Shaq didn't really put the backs into the build. Um, it was probably originally supposed to feature Brandy Rhodes, and it featured Red Velvet mm -hmm. because Brandy Rhodes was pregnant at that point, and it just came together magically, and you've got Shaq flying through tables and disappearing out of ambulances and Red Velvet and Jade Cargill having worked all up five matches between them and looking like women's wrestling megastars on a company mm. that can't really do women's wrestling a lot of the time. It was magic, absolute magic. And again, it's the it's the joy and pain of the rewatches. We watch a lot of wrestling for this job. Again, privilege, grateful, etc. Sometimes you don't want to find the time in that. That was the total opposite. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June too is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. One thing I wanted to ask you about, and, and this book sort of encapsulates it, is your sort of changing role within what culture. Obviously, you still do stuff on camera and uh, appear on podcasts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But in terms of like, you know, uh, t- for example, Michael Sidgwick wrote for this book, and Michael Sidgwick is a passionate. AW fan, of course, he's got Becoming All Elite, the other book that's available at whatculture.bigcartel.com, uh, all about the rise of AW. How hard is it to turn around to not just a colleague, but a friend and say, you need to cut this crap out or you need to to, 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 to shorten this I mean, down? Because in terms of like, you know, you say Damien Priest versus The Miz and you go, this awful match happened and there were some zombies involved. But if you're talking about, I don't know, Omega Okada or, you know, a, a match that's a gargant, you know, a, an Iron Man match or whatever it may be, how do you tell someone, yeah, that needs as many words or around the same as many words? Oh, as- I, you know what, you've asked this question on the wrong podcast mm. because this was this was an absolute breeze. Because okay. everybody we work with, even the guys like from 2017 who contributed the original version, like they're, they're a dream normally. You just go, look... Everything roughly the same length. I think I said something like around 200 words, but better under than over. Please don't go over it unless you can absolutely help it. And, the, you know, it's like Hamlet says, part of the privilege in working this job is the people you have to work it with. Whereas Sidgwick's book, the other one you, the other one that we're going to talk about yeah. in another podcast, I did literally go to him and say, this is crap taken out. <laughs> about, like, I think I wrote two or three entire chapters. Not because it wasn't well written, but just because, you know, he was, you know you're trying to edit these books, you're trying to keep somebody on tangent. So it's much harder to do it for a dedicated book like that. For this... It was just, it was hard to compile and keep, like, organized on top of everything that was coming in because it's not like you're receiving one chapter of 50,000 words. You are receiving 606 individually written things to How go in. How do you order it? it as well? How do you decide what, uh, opens I, the, what opens the chapter on WWF, WWE, or AEW, or New Japan? Time, mate. Just, the, it's just, the, oh, it's the, just the, in date order. It's, it's done by... Because we wanted it to be done in a way that you could sort of work your own way through it without really knowing how it was structured. So obviously, like, WWE slash WWF slash WWWF, because it does go all the mm-hmm. way back to, like, the days gone beyond yonder, however Keith Lee would pronounce that. <laughs> like, then chronologically through there, then I think it goes from WWE to NXT, because it's connecting tissue. It's the book Peacock wishes it could be. It is there the was a Peacock playlist is. where yeah. you just have the matches in perfect yes, order. Yes, that's it, that's that, it. Like, narr- there was a narrative through line from, you know, year dot to today. Yeah. If there was a function that you could find on network that was that, loads of people would use it. We've put it in print form, yep. so don't we? And then we just sort of work our way through the promotions of varying size. Like, I think from there, there's WCW, then it goes to ECW, and then we start talking about TNA, Impact, then AEW, New Japan, uh, then all the way through, like, some smaller promotions. And then we start grouping together, like, North American territories. Uh, we've actually put the UK wrestling mm-hmm. scene. We, I should probably point this out. We did the original version in 2017 was during that British wrestling boom period. And we didn't put any British wrestling in it because we felt it was a bit self-serving mm-hmm. because like legit, we genuinely believed that if we'd done like, let's say take 20 matches from the Brit rest revolution, 
that WCPW had, you know, even you know, dispassionately taking up the fact it's us out of the equation. Probably had an argument for having two or three matches in there out oh, of twenty. Yeah. Obviously, you got Progress, actually, W Rev Pro, all the other ones. But we thought, given that the company is currently running, it probably is a little bit self-serving. So we deliberately didn't put any of it in. But now, of course, that was ages <laughs> ago. The Brit Rest Revolution feels like a weird, distant yeah. memory, a fever dream we all had. So oh, there is an entire Brit Rest section in this now from like. 2015 through to about 2019. Feels older to read it back. It feels it? it feels really yeah. weird reading it back. But some of the matches in there from again from like RevPro, Progress, ITW, and us are a class. They're amazing. It was really good to get them in. Yeah, it's nice just seeing that like Osprey Mysterio, Mike Bailey versus Osprey. I don't oh. want to give away too much, but it is it's really comprehensible. This. Let's have a little flick through. I'm, I'm <laughs> give a... I will say WWE is just WWF because obviously the company is like 60 or 70 years old now at this point and has had so many moments. That will make up a fair chunk okay. of the first part of the book. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what we'll do. You tell me when to stop, Hamlet, and we'll talk about a match stop. on a page here. Oh, perfect example. <laughs> oh, God. You couldn't have picked... Better it's, it's normally more than one match on a page, so I think I probably could. It's, but yeah. it's, it's WLC, isn't it? It's the Fiend versus Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I mean, you do. Have that's like, new! That, that's, that's a new that's one! That's exactly what I was going to say. In terms of, you know, selecting the matches, <laughs> like that's got to be like straight... When we go, like, we're well, going to redo the book, we've got 100, 101 matches, yeah. if not more. The that's thing, one of those ones you go, well, if you've never watched that, you have to include it's it. It's such a good example because, I, again, I think a lot of people misconstrue this book the first time we put it out as being just the best wrestling matches. But we were getting messages people being like, what on earth is this match doing in there? It's rubbish. Like, the qualifying criteria... For a wrestling match to see before you die, which you will, by the way, <laughs> is at any point, would you watch that match and then go to somebody who either does like wrestling or doesn't like wrestling and go, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> like, whether or not it's because it's the greatest thing you've ever seen. If it's Rock or, Hogan. Or, yeah, or, yeah. Or because it is literally a man in a clown mask, no selling a 60-year-old man rugby tackling him. Yeah, it, it's just made up of bizarre visuals, isn't it? Like the, the Fiend and Goldberg, none of it makes sense in the context of a wrestling match, in the context of a yeah. live performance. Nobody, I can't imagine anybody would watch that, wrestling fan or otherwise, and think, I want to watch this. Yeah. It's, and I think for people that are buying this book... Have you lost the page, by the way? Because Andy did that one, and his right above it was terrific. <laughs> I'd have got, you know, like appropriate for this specific book, because, you know, 606 matches to watch before you die. We're not suggesting that you land at the consulate to read this book. You can take it anywhere with you. It's just... <laughs> I think the beauty of this book, though, is is is, is, is a personification. Well, I got that. That was amazing. Why you and I, I try to know, Sally? Why the you know different wrestling fans like you and I would enjoy this differently? You are we often talk about an, an encyclopedia of wrestling knowledge, and it's nice to have this. And I presume you've seen the majority of these matches. Whereas for me, I look at it and see the majority of WWE and AEW, of course, matches, and go. I've seen them, and it's nice to be reminded of of you know the stuff that I've appreciated over the years. But then also, for my knowledge of, say, New Japan, yeah. it's a really useful tool as well. Yeah, I think for the bulk of the New Japan entries, we're looking at, there's obviously some older classics, um, that's sort of like the integral building block stuff, but there's a heavy focus on the mid-2000s boom. And it's such a benefit. Like, we're seeing now some of that boom period play out in AEW. Mm. There are wrestlers the likes, I mean, you know, Kenny Omega being a perfect example, a guy that might have appeared to most North American fans' eyes, when AEW launched, but you'll find his best bits there. The reason he became such a big star in the first place in New Japan, you've got the architects of uh, New Japan's huge growth in the mid-2010s, the likes of Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kazuchika Kardi will have. You will absolutely find the best bits there. Um, and again, it might not be 
for everybody, mm -hmm. but we're glad to include it because if you go and search something on a bit of a whim, if you buy that book and then flick through it and see that one match and you haven't seen it before, we'd like to think it's not going to be a waste of your time. Mm. Time has never been more of a premium with a wrestling fan with there being so shout, much yeah. there. So if you put your finger on that, we'd like to think it won't, you won't be wasting your 10, 15 minutes. Anyway, back, back to the oh, Fiend yeah, Goldberg. Back to the Fiend Goldberg. I would just like to put over Andy Murray's writer of this, okay. by the way, because this is the pure, I cannot believe you flick to this. I cannot believe you've done that. <laughs> One of the last major matches to conjure an impotent cancelled WWE network trickle was this Saudi Arabian main event, which likely registered as one of two things depending on your demeanour. One, the abominable burial of a unique creative character and its enlightened creator, or two, a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> and he's doing a, like, to be fair, like all the the um the new write-ups, the hundred and twenty odd ones we've added, like the the right I cannot cannot praise the guys more for like how quickly they're able to turn them around or how well written they all are. Like it's I I know I say this about everything we bring out, but this is genuinely like going through it, editing it, proofing it. Like I, I read these books before anybody else reads these books. Like mm. I'm the first person yeah. to ever finish reading them. And I'm always like blown away by how good they are, how well written they are, and how much like because I know how worn down everybody is with wrestling. You know what I mean? <laughs> Asking people to go back and watch some good matches, sure, but also you, you know your Miz's versus Zombie affairs. Like I cannot believe how much energy and enthusiasm and just like quality comes out when they do them. Well, as I said, you can get it at whatculture.bigcartel.com. Before we wrap up here, this is called 606 Wrestling Matches to See Before You Die. Got a little question for both of you. You are on your deathbed, hopefully many years from now, and you are given the opportunity to watch one more wrestling match before you die. What are you choosing? Oh, God. I can't. I don't wish to betray Bret Hart like this. Truly, Ooh. truly, Ooh. I don't. But he is so... This is a Desert Island Discs philosophy, this. He is so ingrained in my mind palace that I wouldn't pick it because he's already there. He's there all the time. Okay. Heart matches are there when I close my eyes. So I'm going with Sasha Banks and Bailey from Takeover Brooklyn. It's a great it's, shout. That's a really it's good It's a masterpiece. Shout. It's, in my opinion, probably the most important women's wrestling match in North American wrestling history, at least. Everything we're seeing in women's wrestling, I think, can be burst forth off that match. Um, it's two of the best to ever do it. It stands up now. If anything, it's probably better now than it was then because... As a genre, WWE have not taken enough care with women's wrestling, and it shows what happens when you do. Um, Vince McMahon is erasing NXT's legacy by the day, so it keeps that alive a little bit longer. <laughs> he doesn't want that sport, that nonsense mm. spoken about when he can have toxic attraction. <laughs> um, it's a credit to them. It was a credit to the time. It's even a credit to Triple H. I was, and, and what is what is in wrestling mm. anymore? A credit to Triple H. Do you know what? I would have put my money on you saying there, mm. not Bret Hart, not Diesel. One final beat, so you'd pray for the sweet release of death. <laughs> uh, Cleary, what was your final uh, wrestling match to watch before you die? I'm on my deathbed, and I got one wrestling match, and then it's all all over. I think probably just anything with Randy Orton in it, wouldn't it? <laughs> that, that would that would drag out so long. I would feel like I've been giving, I'd, I'd been given years back, wouldn't I? <laughs> all the farewells I could send, all the loose ends I could tie up, just watching him chin lock after chin. It'd be great. It'd be great. Put your hands behind here and go. He really was a legend killer. <laughs> 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 uh, we see good. Yeah, well, 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 yeah. Uh, right, let us know your thoughts on everything. Actually, before we finish, uh, the, the deliveries and the shipment. Thing. Oh, yes. If people are wondering about that. Uh, yeah, right. So if you live in the UK, this will probably make a lot of sense to you. If you live outside the UK, you're probably going to be like, what really? Is it actually that bad? But the entire country is on fire. It's yeah. a complete yeah. mess. We went to our publishers, who we love dearly. We worked with them. They did the magazines with us. They did all the previous books. And they set out a nice timeline for us of if you want to get it by Christmas delivery, 
uh, get all the stuff to us by this time and by that time. And we did. Uh, if you've seen the stress lines around Sidgwick's face <laughs> in any other videos, you will know that he did finish both this and that. We've all got them done. But there have been some slight complications on their end, which have pushed it back ever so slightly. But I would just like to reiterate, at this point at time of recording, we are still within the... What's what's the what's the phrase? Time frame? No, the uh, cut off point. No, the, uh, the sweet spot. No, the <laughs> oh, what's it called? Phil, you know this. The window. the kind of the window. The thread. The six hundred and six w- phrases to get yeah, out before this podcast dies. Like anyway, <laughs> we're still with him. We had a little. Oh, it's just going to bother me. This we slept. We had we had, a, we had margin of error. Thank you, there margin you of error. Go. We are still within the margin for error for hitting both international and domestic. Christmas delivery. So as it stands right now, if you order it, you should get it in time for Christmas. However, we are now very much towards the end of that margin for error because of the delay on their end. So right now, if you want it for Christmas, you can still order it from Cartel, And as far as we are aware, it will get to you for Christmas. If your postman gets eaten by a wolf, I can't help that. <laughs> but as it stands, it should be absolutely fine. If there's any changes to that, we will, of course, let people know as soon as we know. But as we say, everything in the UK is a bit of a skip fire at the minute. We cannot mitigate for production stuff like that. It's all just... Like, if you're in the UK, there was no crisps on any shelf for two weeks. Oh, yeah. The other week. And nobody understood why that was. This is just... Everything is affected. I lost two stone. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is affected. We're trying our best, but as it stands right now, if you want it for Christmas, it's fine. And if you you don't want it for Christmas, order it anyway. It'll come whenever. Whatculture.bigcartel.com. 606 wrestling matches. See before you die. Also available there. Uh, Sidgwick's brilliant new book, all about AW, and its previous book, all about NXT as well. But let us know your thoughts on everything we've discussed in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Plus, you can continue the conversation with us on Twitter at WhatCultureWWA. Well, actually, you can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflit at... Michael Hamflit. Follow Mike, uh, Michael. <laughs> Michael Cleary. <Michael's laughs> I'm so used to doing this with the Dudleys. You can follow Adam Cleary at... at Adam Cleary, C-L-E-R-Y. And you can follow me at Adam Wilbur. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE, as I said. But for now, this has been Get the Table. My thanks to Michael Hamlet, to Adam Cleary, to you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.